0: the new Star Wars lightsaber from Kenner. Inflation required, batteries not included. You can pretend you have powers when you switch on Kenner's Star Wars lightsaber. Ready to feel the Force? Yeah! Switch on your Star Wars lightsabers, close your eyes and go. I got it. Me too. Zap, you passed the test. The Force is with you. The Star Wars lightsaber, new from Kenner. Balloons not included.
1: We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy.
0: I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming.
1: I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger.
0: Avengers!
2: Assemble.
0: It. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Baraj. Who is scruffy looking? Mass, Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos.
3: Smash you.
2: King Tom. Guys, you ever
0: see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Because you're weak and deep covered. And you, you're on The Sith List.
3: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 216 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Doulashai, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguello. The man we call Crunch Crunch.
4: Evidently, I'm the only one that calls him Crunch. Crunch. Much like many of the nicknames on this show.
1: <laughs> hey, they're going to stick. El hombre. I think only two really have stuck. El hombre is not just nickname. because they're lifelong nicknames at this point. Oh, boo? boo. Boo and King Tom. I want El hombre to be your King Tom, Mr. Strother. <laughs> I got to
4: tell you, I'm not. I mean, I appreciate the effort, but I don't understand <laughs> the, the draw. I'm not sure what led you to call me that. I have no idea either. I have no clue. It just popped in my head. I mean, it's better than you know, like SpongeBob or something. Oh, like dickhead! Dude, you, you know I've uh, <laughs> I got plenty of people calling me that already. Uh, yeah, you
3: exactly. You, you, don't need need, you don't need another one, right?
4: Yeah, I've been called worse. Trust me. Where was I? Yeah, I was
3: at a booth. I'm here and I'm doing great. <laughs> the man we call King of All Paws, Mr. Tom Chansky. King Tom, how you doing, buddy? Hey, more than three people call me by my nickname, so I'm good. You know what my nickname was in, in high school? God, here we go. No, no, it's not a joke. I'm not going to say like it's Alphabet. Like dong Dong or something. <laughs> alphabet. <laughs> it was Alphabet. It was Alphabet Soup because of my last name. People call me Alphabet all over the place. The man that no one calls El Hombre, <laughs>
4: Mr. Eric Strothers. How you doing, buddy? I'm great, man. I'm great. We were talking in the, uh, the production meeting before we started recording. I got gigs coming up, man. Yes. Finally got some gigs. So I'm excited and nervous all at the same time. But uh, you know right. what? I was telling you guys that I went through a whole rabbit hole of
3: throw the horns last night on YouTube. And I sitting there in front of my laptop, while I was supposed to be doing show notes, but I got stuck watching some throw the horns and not stuck because it was me that wanted to watch more of it. So I heard a bunch of songs and I heard the your favorite song that, and I watched your favorite song that you play. Separate ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It was great. Yeah. Hot for Teacher.
1: I need a pencil. Yeah,
3: when he's uh, he's talking. I don't know. They're uh, they're like jibber jabbering with each other.
4: Yeah, he's like, uh, oh, we We just go. We would always do stupid stuff like that. Okay. I think you were talking yeah. to the crowd too. I think you put it towards yeah. the
3: crowd or something. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I cannot wait to see you guys. I cannot wait. Some lovely ladies in the front row. Let me tell you, in some of those videos, they yeah. were all about throw the horns. I'm gonna yeah. be that lovely lady. So
4: this That's first throw the, the horns. horns gig that we have coming up next week. So by the time this episode comes out, it will be the following Friday night. Exactly. Is this big outdoor biker rally thing? Uh, mm-hmm. There'll be a couple thousand people there. Probably that's where last year I had the light up. I'll just call it what it is. The light up butt plug sighting. That's right. What, what did we call it? It was a, a luminous uh, <laughs> what, an anal cork or something. Yeah. Well, somebody was asking me this, how, like, what does your wife think about all this? Mm-hmm. And I said, here's the key. I tell her first thing. So how was the gig? Oh, my gosh. You're not going to believe this. These two chicks came up on stage and pulled up their skirts and they had light up butt plugs in. Mm. That, that's how you handle that. Right. You don't be going, well, nothing really happened. And they make you Good sign day. the butt
3: plugs at the end of the show? Oh, gosh, no. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Especially now with COVID. It's just too risky. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's the only reason why I wouldn't want to do it It's because of COVID.
3: Well, here's the cool thing. We got an email. I'm going to jump right in because we got an email from OG Rob, and it's specifically to Eric. It says, hey, Eric, it's great to hear that the band is back. I hope that this is the sign that things are taking a turn for the better. Throw their horns is near the top of my bucket list shows to see. So I hope we can arrange for California Sith list contingent to take a trip to St. Louis area sometime in 2021. Stay safe, OG Rob. Oh God, that would be so. That amazing. would be, dude. Epic. That would rule. That would be epic. That, that is on my list up, too.
1: He's he's actually been talking about that quite for you, quite some time. To go to St. Louis and watch it? Yeah, him? he's like, come on, man. Let's let's figure something out. Let's let's get something concrete. So,
3: hey, Tom, how far are you away from where Eric lives? Like, can we make this a Sithless caravan to see you and Eric at the same time? I think it might be about like ten hours or so. Son of a
0: bitch, we're not gonna come uh, see you. yikes
1: so you're but that's a train train ride where
0: are you at king tom (laughs) we're in columbus which is about four and a half hours from louisville so you're you're about um i've made
4: it to columbus from here in like seven and a half hours
0: okay eight hours i mean still
4: it's still a lot but
3: i'm gonna have
0: to get a baseball bat if i go to louisville though
3: you know that all right Um,
0: next
2: Next oh,
0: next nice. year we might be about two hours closer, but
2: who oh, knows? Oh okay, okay. Well, that's a big difference. He's like, come over well, when we're moving and grab the we box. can't go all the way <laughs> over there and,
3: and not see King Tom. Maybe we can meet halfway or something. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll figure that out. How's everybody doing? Everybody uh, good? Other Eric, you're excited? You got some gigs going on? Mm-hmm. Everybody else safe, healthy? As far as I, I know we're trying to do. Everybody oh. registered to vote? Heck Yo, yeah, man. Yes, yes, oh, great, great. Everybody listeners, no matter who you're gonna vote for or what you're gonna vote for. Just register and vote. That's all yeah. I say.
0: If I may, because this is kind of what I do for a living, pay attention. Please. If you're gonna vote absentee, pay attention to the laws in your state requiring what needs to be signed and where. Pennsylvania just had something go on this week where their Supreme Court said that they're like they give you like multiple envelopes and they all have to be signed. And you don't want some fuckery going on after the election and them throwing out all the ones that aren't cast right. correctly you know make sure everything is signed and delivered to your board of elections as soon as you can a lot of states allow you to drop them off in person if you can do that instead of waiting for the mail
4: that's a fucking psa from king tom wow. yeah. and if you have the ability to uh, do in person voting early to mm-hmm. avoid like do it yeah. Do yes. that. Please do it. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Because so here's do. what needs to happen in this election. I don't care who you vote for, but let's just say that whoever wins needs to do so by a crushingly large right. percentage right. so that yeah. rego- you could, if no matter what percentage of error you claim there is, it's still not enough to overcome the gap that the votes left. That's yeah. what has to happen. Because be I'm just spitballing here, but let's say somebody said, I'm not sure. I will give up power no, power whenever, if yeah. this would happen. Yep. Just throwing it out there. That's all like can We got to avoid that. that. I'm just yeah. saying, quick side note, man. And this is completely, <laughs> completely unrelated. Okay. But my kids, you know, they're back in school. They've been going completely in person since the beginning of the school year. And like the first quarter is ending and they got their progress reports. And, you know, my son, he like had a tough time in preschool and we weren't sure they were going to pass him <laughs> on to kindergarten. And he really excelled in kindergarten. But then once, you know, school closed and everything. Uh, he was having trouble with the distance learning and really kind of started regressing and swore that he's like, I don't know what those letters are. Whatever, dad, let's play Xbox. Dude, <laughs> I got his progress report today, man. All A's. Oh yeah. yeah, that's all where right. right. Way Dude. to turn that around. So really yeah, cool. that felt that's good. Awesome. So, how much did you pay the
2: teacher? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, he's hot oh, for oh.
4: teacher. He's hot for teacher. Dude, his Superful. teacher is cute, man. There it is. Full it's football. the same teacher that Stella had in first grade. Eric went in there for a parent meeting and said, "I Just brought my say. pencil."
1: <laughs> Dude,
4: I'm going to tell you something. I love. Going to the parent teacher conferences, the teachers, the teachers love me, man. One of the, like the, the more involved dads and they're all like, they, you know, the, always all Stella's teachers so far told her, Oh my gosh, your dad's so funny. And I'll try (laughs) to go on the field trips and stuff. And all the dads man, that go, like, usually it'll be, let's say out of 20 kids, it's 17 moms and three dads. Right. The other two dads will get together and spend the whole time talking about business. And I will be hanging out with all the hot moms ah, talking <laughs> and they're like, oh, dude, it is the best. It is the best. Lorena is like dreading yeah.
3: having to go to like PTA meetings and all this. I said, oh, I'm going. I love that kind of shit. They I have mean, coffee. I and <laughs> you know, I, coffee, okay. and cookies,
0: donuts, sprinkles, rainbow I spring. I did that for two years. And the first year was really cool. It was a lot of fun. But then the second year, there was like this woman who convinced a bunch of other friends of hers, and it became like this political thing. Oh, that um, and they, yeah. yeah, and they took over treason. And like they, they were demanding everyone else do all this work. I'm like, you know, we have jobs and things like that, and they wanted all these people to do this work. So they, they, they won the election, and then like all of them and their kids left the school like a year later. There you go. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to that.
3: How's everybody else doing? Uh, King Tom, you're good. I'm doing fine. Everything good? Safe? Healthy? Kids yep. are good? Okay, yeah. great.
1: Boo, you doing all right? Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. All right. Les? Yeah, I'm doing good. Had a birthday recently. So yes, I, that's, that's right. right.
3: Happy birthday to you, Les. It was last week after we recorded. Les and I got uh-huh. to go out around where we live. There's bars that have an outdoor area where they have social distancing and they have a tent and you have tables and you have to sit at your table. So we went there and we had a couple of beers. It <laughs> kind of felt normal, but then we were drinking. And during the whole night, we noticed that they were letting fucking people inside the bar. Like, yep. inside
0: the
1: bar.
3: And there was a line to get inside the bar. And we're like, wait, what the fuck is going on here?
1: Yeah, what's, what's happening here?
3: They were doing the temperature and they were wearing, people had to wear masks. But when you went in, because I had to go in to go to the restroom real quick, I looked at the bar. People were conjugating. <laughs> really closely around the bar oh, trying to get a drink.
2: Jesus.
1: Even
3: though they had their masks on, you still have to take your mask off to
1: the drink. Oh, they're they they're were well within well. A, a so one we, foot of each other. We
3: stayed outside the entire time and just were amazed at how <laughs> people were. What were,
1: they,
4: what were they doing up by the bar? Congregating, were, not conjugating. Dang it. Come on. I was let,
0: hoping he would say it again. <laughs> Con- going to be like verbs? <laughs> oh, it's a new drinking game. God damn it i'm i'm uh i
3: had two uh salters no, in. No. my coffee it's gonna be a bad you, one tonight
2: you need the coffee to balance you out what did out. i
3: say congregating conjugating is what you said. Uh,
2: shit. it's
3: okay no. man i got you thank you i saw <laughs> Eric laughing i was like i'm not saying anything funny <laughs> <laughs> something's going on here, <laughs> <Ain't> <laughs> going on
2: here. no jokes
3: going on something's there. going on here all right everybody's doing good though everybody's healthy let's get yep. into the week in geek all right, let me give out the shenanigans real quick. Check us out on the net where you can watch our cool videos we've been putting out. We've been putting out a Mando breakdown, which was so much fun to do, by the way. Les and I did a WandaVision reaction video. That was yep. great. We have our trailer trash videos up. Just go on YouTube, <coughs> look up the Sith List podcast or the Sith List and subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate it. And check us out. And we also have our Podet Forward page where you can check out great podcasts like The Bad Motivators, Steel Wars, Pop Culture Hour, Blue Harvest. I mean, the list goes on and on. Just go on our website, click them, and you will head to their sites. You can check our Tee Public stuff out. We go have merch and all that great stuff. So go to SithList.net and check out all that cool stuff. Anybody watch anything cool this weekend? Uh,
2: I watched Mulan. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot. I liked it. I thought it was, thought it was very good. <laughs> Uh, would have would have liked to have seen it in theaters, but I was happy to see it in anywhere. anywhere any, yeah, Exactly in any format. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought the movie was very good. It was uh, uh written very well. The new characters and the changes they made worked. I do think it's got to be one of the better live action Disney movies that they've made. Mm-hmm. You know, from you know with the princesses and all that. Yeah. So yeah. So I do other than Aladdin. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I still haven't mm-hmm. seen that one yet. So, yeah, no, it was very good. And then something else I just finished. Brittany and I were watching Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, I watched like three minutes of that. Fantastic. Fantastic series. Fantastic. The one show. on Netflix. Yes. The Nickelodeon show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I started
3: uh, it. Then I got interrupted. But
2: you're you're going to love it. Okay. You're going to love it. Yeah. No. Great show. Great character. Season one's a bit rough because Dave Filoni is involved. James Cameron did that, right? No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> God, no. No, dude, no. <laughs> dude, <this laughs> a blue Boo, you need to move on to you need to move on to Legend of Korra like right away. Oh, wait, we we started it. We're about 3 episodes in. I don't know, man. It, I I
2: you I gotta, might, it, the... throw it, but yeah, I'm not liking it as much. I'm not liking it. No, as the blending,
1: the blending of like modern, like steampunk, and yeah. the whole thing. It's that's the cool part. Yeah, <laughs> so, I,
2: I, I do have to trudge through uh, a Legend of Korra, but The Avatar: the Last Airbender highly recommended. Fantastic, must see. S- yes. S- list seal of approval was back. Yes. Okay.
3: Cool. Anybody else see anything cool? I know the Emmys were on, and Shits Creek pretty much dominated the first two hours of the whole show. They won everything.
2: Their steps ain't going up and down the stairs.
3: No, no, no. It's uh, virtual. Oh, it's virtual. virtual that's yeah. right. <laughs> But they did really, really well. And I'm, I'm still watching it. It's a phenomenal show. I've been watching it for like a month and a half, two months. It's great. Yeah.
1: And then uh, uh, Zendaya won Best Actress. Youngest ever to win
3: Best Actress. Great. By the way, Lovecraft Country still watching. And I watched 90% of the last episode. And it was, again... Weirdest shit I've ever seen
2: in my life. But
1: it was the best episode of the season so it's far. For
2: pretty, me. It's been pretty damn good. How so, many episodes is that supposed to be? 84 no, man, in the first season. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wait till I can bitch
3: through that. Yeah, no, it's only like, I think, 12 or something. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's get into some box office streaming news. Tenet again, King Tom. Fuck, Tenet. There it is. $4.7 million. New Mutants, $1.8. Infidel, 1.4 and Unhinged, $1.3 million. And they, there's an interesting article that Ben Affleck actually talked about the state of movies and big budget movies. He was talking to EW Entertainment Weekly. On, it's the 10th anniversary of The Town, which was a great movie, by the way. It is great. Yes. This is what he said. They asked him, What do you think movie theaters are going to look like and the movie industry is going to look like after COVID? And this is what he said. I think after COVID movies like The Town, movies like Argo, all the movies I made would effectively end up on streamers. Streamers, obviously, the streaming networks that we all have. There will probably be like 20 to 25 movies a year that are distributed and they'll all be big IP movies. Whether it's the type of movies that Disney makes like Aladdin or Star Wars or Avengers, something where you can count the low end being a half a billion dollars worth of business. I think it's going to be very, very difficult for dramas and sort of mid-budget movies like The Town to get theatrical distribution. they will either see massive, massive movies getting huge, wide-scale distribution or small movies doing little prestige releases in a few theaters, but mostly being shown on streamers. I think that's for better or worse, and you can draw your own conclusions. But that would be the best guess about the direction of the movie business, just based on what I'm seeing now and experiences I'm having trying to get stuff made
4: interesting guys check this out with with him saying that yeah uh, that reminds me of some like major parallels with the music industry when like the whole system started to shift here's what that means when suddenly it becomes a, a place where only only the big guys can get albums made let's use that as a reference and the smaller the smaller acts have to like do like a prestige style release and basically get like on the grassroots level. Mm -hmm. Suddenly those people, the low ones are making more money than they ever made because they end up learning how to circumvent the existing business model and do it themselves. And that could be a big deal for places like that, because as people move on, man, this we've developed an ability and of of convenience and it's not just a convenience of people don't want to leave their house it's the timing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean we because we've all talked about that it's like i i could have gone to see this movie more times if i could have seen it at exactly this time you know got the kids in bed kick ass let's you know let's do this i think that that's Smaller studios are poised to take advantage of that. That people have come to expect the ability to do that, and they they have a chance to capitalize on this instead of letting it hurt them. Ben Affleck also was talking about how, in the rest of the article I read, how you can buy a sixty-inch
3: television for three hundred bucks now, and you can sit there and be in a living room with a massive television and enjoy it like you would in a movie theater. And, and we've all come accustomed to the fact that we're in our house, watching big budget films. Like watching Mulan was pretty cool at the house. And Boo, you were saying this a long time ago. You can get really used to this of staying home in your tighty-whities and watching film. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Ben Affleck agrees with you. He's saying that this is, this might be what we're going to have
2: for the next 10 years. See, but that's the interesting thing is that the movie industry is built off of, like you said, a movie that's going to... hope. Exactly. Where you're going to not every movie is going to make half a billion or half a billion dollars anymore. And I don't know how long it's going to take for the movie industry to bounce back in such a way that the next, I guess, you know, major Avengers movie, how long is it going to be until that comes out? And then also how long is it going to be until movies get back to what they were making? I don't think they ever will. Well, it might be a decade until they do because uh, it, you
3: know, with this I whole- don't think so, dude. I think if there's a vaccine allegedly coming out soon, if there's a vaccine and a movie like any IP, like Ben Affleck is saying, Star Wars, Marvel, big time movies, yeah. and if they don't release it to streamers, I think that we would go to the movies and it will make a billion fucking dollars.
2: See, no, but that's the thing is that if other movies like, let's say The Town or something else is put on, uh, is streaming mm. and then and then you tell me that or you tell others that the next Avengers movie is not going to be available on streaming i have to go to a movie theater yes. when i've gotten so accustomed and i like so much sitting in my house people aren't going to go to the movies they're like well fuck it i'll just wait then i think other. that so i think they're going to have to do both i think they're going to just like eric was saying hurt them you can't be strict you can't be uh, hard headed. You have to flow. You have to see so, what people want okay. and what people are going to start wanting is to have the
3: both options. So you're saying they might be thinking about releasing it for about a month in the theater, and then after that month, they release it to people. Because I don't think they're going to release both at the same time.
2: I think it has to be sooner than a month. Mm, I, I agree. I true. I I think two weeks. And, time,
4: yeah, two weeks yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, two weeks max. Yeah, two weeks max. Because here's the thing. Now there, it's home release comes up a lot sooner than it ever used to. Yeah, no, no, I know that. And if I have to wait a month to see a movie that I really want to see and then pay a premium price to do it, it's already been a month, man. I've already had to either been spoiled or go out of my way to avoid spoilers. I'll wait the two more months and buy it permanently for the price that... Mm -hmm. But Eric, you won't do that for Star Wars. Well, no, that's true, but that's one thing where I might go see five other movies that one is the one that I won't wait on. The other ones I'll be like, oh, all right, what ifs. <laughs> okay. King Tom, Black Widow comes out when it's supposed to come out. We're
3: going to get into that later. Mm-hmm. In 2021, we have a vaccine. Things are going okay. You're definitely going to go see Black Widow in the movie theater. Correct? Of course.
0: Yes. As long as it's safe and. Yes. Like- there are other factors, right. like there's it's a it, vaccine. It's now. not the fact
3: that you are already used to staying at home and watching film. Like, there's a different experience. Uh, obviously, we all know that. Going to a movie, getting the popcorn for less, ruining films for other people because it's too
0: loud. There, there are going to be types of movies, blockbusters, that people are going to want to see within a week or two of when they come out. The problem is those theaters are, are, or those movies are going to be fine for the theaters, but then there are smaller movies that are going to take time to build up word of mouth because they're not part of some IP because they're they're unknown quantities. Those movies are not going to have a direct path into the theater. Right. Just like, yeah, Yeah. the only place you're going to catch them is streaming. And that requires a change in our way of thinking. The the one thing is as, and I, I totally agree with what, what Eric is saying, likening it to the music industry, how more people are making money. I think you're also going to see more people making movies. Not just because of the change in the industry, but because of all the new technology. You know, you can make better special effects yes. today than George Lucas could 40 years ago right. forty years ago for Star Wars.
3: No, you're right. And Les talks about this. Uh, he's talked about this in multiple podcasts that music industry has completely shifted where you can become huge on YouTube. So you have yeah. everybody on SoundCloud and YouTube trying to make it big. That might happen in the movie industry where you have a bunch of amateur filmmakers making the
0: next big movie. You know, we've also seen in Star Wars, there's rumors that some of these things, like for years we heard we were getting a Kenobi movie, then that transferred into a Kenobi miniseries. I wonder how many projects, instead of becoming a, a two-hour movie, are going to be a, a longer form, but more spread out episodic format.
3: Interesting. All crazy, interesting stuff mm-hmm. that we're going to have to deal with next year, pretty much. <laughs>
4: well and you know safety is a huge thing okay empire strikes back is going to be in theaters for it to celebrate the 40th anniversary just what in like four more days so the 27th whenever it was supposed to hit but dude i'm not gonna go Uh uh-oh we lost king tom yeah uh i'm not gonna go even though i'd seen empire in the theater would be awesome yeah because I don't feel like it's a safe move, that's it, yeah. and that's you know that's the thing. It's like you know you always wondered what would I do would i go to would I go ahead and go to celebration right if they don't cancel it oh, <laughs> yeah, I, hate, right, right. I hate to think about it well, here it is Empire Strikes back is it going to be in theaters for like a week or two oh, and I'm not gonna go see it uh, you well, know and
2: then, but that's that's the other thing is we all have to shift the way we're thinking,
4: you know uh what is it? we all have to
2: Essentially, change our, our movie going process, you know, from streaming to think, do I really need to see this in a the theater? I want to, of course, but do I need to? No. And what time do I go? When do I feel safe? You know, do I, do I really need the soda and popcorn? now? Nah, I'll just grab something to eat before I won't be hungry. I don't need it. I'll keep my mask on. I'll stay away from people. And then also, like myself, my game plan has always been I'm going to go on a Monday or a Tuesday when nobody's there. I'll be the first showing at like one o'clock or 11 o'clock or something like that. Catch my movie. Great. Nobody's there. And then, and then bounce. Mm. And that's the thing. So I I think the, I think the, the movie industry and especially the movie theaters are in a tough, tough world right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. So I think, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of shifting, a lot of shifting going on and a lot of interesting questions happening. Not not just the ones that we're asking, but, you know, dollars. But
1: you all have to, to. you got to remember, too, though, the new shift is also in how they actually make the films. Mm-hmm. So if Endgame comes out and it's supposed to be seen in IMAX 3D, that presents an issue because then that also presents a shift in how, like I just said, how they make films. So, I mean, they go through all this thing and putting all this money into the technology and you know the CGI and all that stuff, but you're going to sit at home and watch it on, even though it's on a 4K TV. You know what's James Cameron going to do when all of his avatars come out? <laughs> it it's going to jerk the, off. The, is the thing is, a Luca, the Lucasfilm over
0: that. <laughs> 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 a Lucasfilm looks even better. <laughs> sorry, son. Fucking sorry, King talking. Well, no, it, gave the cheapest look, it was great. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Lucasfilm looks even better for coming up with the volume now. Yes. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. Well, this was a cool discussion. James
2: Cameron's going be with that dick, and ain't going streaming only in theaters. I don't give a oh, fuck. He fuck. Give a fuck yeah.
4: My my friend Lucas sent me a thing that it's too long for us to watch on the show, but it's pretty funny. It's supposed to be this AMC app for seeing movies at home, but bringing you the theater experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like so you it's like a streaming channel, except the mm-hmm. movies start at a particular time only. You can't just do it when you want. And then there's like an hour of previews ahead of the time. Oh. And they're like, and watch as, you know, get there 30 minutes early and watch the five same <laughs> questions pop up on the trivia thing. Oh, yeah. and, and then you're supposed hey, to put movie experience. Yeah. And you're supposed to put your cell phone on this stand and it just at random times, it'll light up full brightness wow.
1: and all these things. It, it'll like, have that student film too. That, that Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola oh. film. yeah. Oh. Does, <laughs> does it make your
4: floor sticky? Uh, yes, that was, was one of the things it included. In the thing, know, it was it God. was really well done. Well done. Commercial. It was a guy going, seriously, please <laughs> get this. It's all we have left.
2: Awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of streaming, by the way, I just want to give you the top three. The secret is number one, antebellum is number two, and Bill and Ted's is number three. That is your week in box office. And that comes from box office mojo.com. They have stuff to do now. By the way, uh Tenet. Has made 350 million worldwide, so it's at that level of a big success for a normal movie. But they're obviously expecting *Tenet* to make close to like seven, eight, nine hundred million dollars because it's a no one, no one flick. But 350 during COVID, uh, you can't complain. Actually, I think we're uh, we're ready, Eric. I think we're ready for some Kylo Ren to bust us into some Star Wars talk. It's time.
4: For Eric's Star Wars report. So last week, the Mandalorian trailer popped up one day after something else awesome that came up that we didn't get a chance to talk to because suddenly everybody's focused on the Mandalorian and rightfully so. Yeah. But you know, we talked about Star Wars Squadrons coming out, and I know some of us have pre-ordered that bad boy. We're ready. Yeah. We're ready to do this thing. They released a CGI short. It was fantastic. This music used perfectly, the visuals perfectly, the story. I would love to see a long form version of this. I realize it would be a huge loss for them because I'm sure that was very expensive to make, but man, was it good.
3: Do you think if they would make something like that an hour and a half, hour, 20 minutes, would that cost them like $200 million or $100 million? Do you have any idea how much something like that costs? It, because that's exactly what I thought was going to happen before all Disney bought Lucasfilm. I thought that they were going to release episodes seven, eight, nine in an animated version like that. Mm-hmm. And I always uh. thought you can bring back all the originals to do the voiceovers and just have it look like that. It was so fucking rad. And now the technology is so amazing. Do you think it would cost similar to like a, a total a movie budget? I have
4: no idea what that mm. stuff goes for. But one thing to think about, let's take a super uh, detailed video game and you take all the cutscenes from it because yeah. that's essentially what we're looking at. It's yeah. the best yeah. cutscene of all time. Right. But if you take them all out, okay, and, and string them together to make a movie, the amount of money that they invest in video games you would have to obviously sell a similar number of views of this movie right so people aren't buying the video game because of the cutscenes. that's just one of the things that makes it awesome so could you generate that same kind of income without all that other stuff now obviously you wouldn't it wouldn't cost you as much because you're not making a game at the same time but right the the software yeah the rendering engine is similar and uh, I just don't know. Do any of you guys have any idea, like, budgetarily wise what that's like? No. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it just looks so
3: damn cool. The whole thing was done so well.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, we oh, man, we started watching it. I was trying to get my uh, daughter to watch it. And Henry, my son, six years old, he was mesmerized by it. And he ran in. Stella, Stella, come and watch. And she's like, "Whatever, Henry." Okay, about that. But. <laughs> but then I could see her from the other room, like
1: looking, she was trying watching to, uh, it,
4: uh-huh, right? And the the amount of uh, like intensity and drama they were able to put into this thing, like mm-hmm. the when the tie pilot is left behind and he's sitting there with his ship powered down and the new republic ships are sweeping the area at the amount of anxiety that was able to build the amount of suspense was right. amazing. I can't believe, you know, it was animated. It felt very immersive, very real, very well done. Definitely go check it out.
2: Oh, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. I disagree with you guys though. I thought it was spectacular, but I kind of dug the whole seven minute, maybe under 10 minute thing of just a, a short sequence. Cause the amount of story that they were able to, convey in that short amount of time yeah and like you like you said eric uh the intensity you felt it it was palpable Mm -hmm. for those seven minutes like when that what what do they call it the overlord ship or something or the over something left star destroyer yeah yeah but but it had like a name i I, I, called it something i can't remember he did say something yeah when that left i was like my i knew it was gonna happen but my gut just dropped i was like oh that's so bad It's like fucking like holding uh, like somebody just got dusted in front of you kind of thing. It's just nuts. It was cool. Yeah. So I kind of dig the if I could if it would be easier for them and cheaper and they could put out more of these like seven minute, six minute, maybe 10 minute max clips of just random stories that happen. They don't have to be particular characters. It doesn't have to be like that. uh, Was it that Star Wars Star Wars for kids thing that animated Mm -hmm. stuff? It doesn't have to be Galaxy Adventures or whatever. Thank you. It doesn't have to be where it's you know character centric it could just be random stories that happen. I would love that
0: yeah they yep. they had a bunch of good i don't know if you call it choreography or moments like when the Thai pilot hacked the the oh, the, the missile the, the missile, and then at the very end, when they're over that body of water and the tie goes around and it raises the whole wall of water to throw I thought that was oh, that a, was baller, man. A, a great idea and the other thing I really like that they did here, uh, Battlefront 2, it was a great game, had a great story, but the animation, they had this thing with the character's jaws when they talked that really bugged me, where it had like this weird bulge right around the cheeks, and it, whenever, it, it just really threw me off, and they, they're not doing that anymore. Mm. And I'm, I'm, personally, I'm glad to see that they've <laughs> figured well, out how to, how to those do speech. It's little small things,
3: yeah. Yeah. For some people, seeing Tarkin's eyes tripped them out and they didn't like Tarkin because of the way they, I like them but the way that they right. thought his eyes looked but yeah. um, but you know there is since you like that boo. there is a network called Quibi that's right up your alley like these seven minutes yeah but they're thing. all Star Wars yeah that's true mm-hmm. it,
1: but it's not unheard of for a company you know to make movies to, or videos to go along with the game or at least expand the universe a lot of like Tekken Street Fighter they have World of Warcraft anime. does it yeah World Tekken. of Warcraft Halo does it too so it's not Something that can't happen. And, well, it's, it,
2: and it's just for publicity's sake, where they yeah. like, look at this. Resident look, Evil
1: it, has like a ton of video, it, of, of CG movies that expand the game universe tremendously. Well, so, am
3: I, am I mistaken? The, the reason I even thought about Star Wars doing this kind of thing about 10 years ago, maybe it was more than that, didn't Final Fantasy come out with an amazing animated movie that the girl. They had two of, two of them, them, I think, and
1: yeah.
3: And she looks so real, they put her on the cover of Maxim. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Spirits Within, Final Spirits Fantasy. Within. Spirits Within. And yeah.
3: when I saw that, I was, the first thing I thought of was, oh my God. Fap they can, it? Oh. They can, <laughs> they can continue Star Wars. This is how they can continue Star Wars. Yes. They just get them to do the voiceovers and they can continue it this way and they can do whatever they want with the special effects because it's animated. They never did that, thank God. And we got our actual movies and now we have a show. I will say my favorite scene is when he's come to a piece where he's pretty much going to die and he knows he's going under mm-hmm. and how quiet it got. And that shot. Oh my gosh. So good.
4: Like one of the things that I, I've said a ton of times on this show and on the bad motivators is the bad guys never think they're the bad guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And they painted that picture so well that he, he was the good guy.
3: Oh yeah. In that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My show notes, it says the empire equals underdogs just to remind mm-hmm. me to talk about that they're definitely the underdogs in this thing and that's yeah. really cool i love yeah. that
4: well done anyhow yeah anyhow.
3: and that's why i like lost stars by the way it's my favorite book because they paint that same picture in their eyes mm-hmm. on
4: some of the uh, parts of the book so so yeah i am even more stoked for that than before <laughs> amazing, i think man. amazing but while we're talking about the mandalorian real quick man there's a couple things i want to talk about with that is uh Giancarlo Esposito is the best hype man of all time. And <laughs> yeah. honestly, he, he is the one he's doing more for the Mandalorian right now than anybody else is. And he really strongly hinted that the stuff that happens in this coming season, season two, really lays out things that are going to pay off later in se- season three and four. That's the verbiage he used. So that is pretty exciting to know that they're already thinking that far ahead. Get and I'm not surprised, but at the same time, it feels good to hear. What do you guys make of that? I love it.
3: I love the fact that they've thought it out, trying to get the storyboard together to think of the story. He Things that he said was pretty much, you're going to find out. It gets crazier and crazier in season four. Like you said, they've huh. thought it out and this is what we want. We want them to think out the future projects and have a cohesive Story, and I think this is great news. I'm very excited about this.
0: I want him to have a, a, a story plan for multiple seasons. I also want him to have an end plan for the story too. Yeah, I don't want him just to make a make a show just so to, to make a show. You know, once you tell the story of the Mando, that should be it. Move, yeah, move the characters, on. move the you know production onto something else.
2: Right, move on. The 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 thing that I was well not concerned, but I guess you know you can't really take much into his vague answer is that's when you start getting answers. I was kind yeah. of start beginning getting answers in season 2. And, right. You know, season 1 is great because it's the first season, you got to introduce everybody, you got to, you know, lay the groundwork for the rest of the show. It's like a, you know, the, the first season essentially is just a giant pilot to tell you what the show is going to be about, what you're going to see, how it's going to flow and things like that. Yeah. Season 2, 3 and, you know, so on and so on, those are supposed to be the that's the show. That's the sequel, essentially. You know, you, there's no more intro. You know who these characters mm-hmm. are. What is season two going to be? Right. Kind of thing. So I, I don't know. It, 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 it you know, a little bit in my ears. But I was like, it's a vague answer. He's saying it just, you know, as a short clip of just, you know, check this out. Oh wait, guys, it's going to get great. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll calm down a bit. But I don't know. It, that, that's just something that I, that I took out of it.
3: So do we know? Do we think that his character is going to survive at least two more seasons? Is that
4: what we're thinking? If they're letting him know what's going on? Probably. It's very interesting. And that's cool, though, man. I think that, you know, essentially the way I took it is that they'll dive deeper into some of the characters going forward. You know, so like the big story for season two could be like this one like plot direction but then the rest of it you know then following that then we're going to see where this guy goes and this guy goes because that's cool they introduce enough characters they don't their stories don't have to stay converged once they're together that's right so Mm -hmm. that's something but um speaking of disney plus tv series ewan mcgregor so he he uh did an interview with ash cross and and I don't know if I said that this on this show, but she is like one of the best follows on Twitter. Yeah, she's follow great. Ash on Twitter. She she's awesome. She's like the right combination of like hardworking and really asking the right questions, but also being funny as hell. Yeah, she's hilarious. It's it's, it's just spot on. But you know, Ewan has said, and I don't remember if she said this in this interview with Ash specifically, but he did mention with her. I do know that. It this is a one and done season kind of thing for the Obi One story. It's gonna be basically limited, and, and of course, you know they always give you the anything's possible, I suppose, kind of kind of sure. deal. But here's here's something to think about. He fed us a line of BS about whether or not this show was gonna be a thing. For a long time, convincingly (laughs) so. I don't know. Told him I wanted to do it. Just waiting for him to call. So you you sort of have to take what he says with a grain of salt. But I guess I'm not surprised to hear that this is going to be a single season. But how many episodes do you think we're going to get of this thing? Eight. I hope we get 10, man.
3: I hope we get 10 45 minute to an hour episodes. I I, would like like 12,
1: but that's just being greedy. Well, I would like 150, but (laughs) yeah, I just... uh, I just wait. I just be hope be yeah, twenty-two season, twenty-two episode season.
3: Yeah. Why well, Star Wars, <laughs> man? I want as much as possible. A Twenty-four but, oh, episode man. season. It's Quibi. <laughs> they could do like six-minute, you know, episode. No, or no, I'd, I'd be like this is bullshit. I want full <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I, 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 I he wait, could, he could be bullshitting. He said that that was so difficult for him to answer questions from people because he, he knew he was just lying to people. He knew he was lying to his friends. So you're right, Eric, he might be just completely bullshitting, but I I don't know if it's like an overwhelming success, like the Mandalorian, then I could definitely see them coming back. But I think there's a story. I think they know what the story is. And I think King Tom, it's your point. I think they know what the ending is to this thing. Obviously, I think we're going to get like eight to 10 episodes. Kenobi
2: does.
4: Kenobi does die in episode four. Spoiler alert. Um, Well, he also said, Ewan also said that he is looking more forward to doing this than he looked forward to doing episode two and episode three. So that's, that's a pretty heavy thing to say. Of course, you know, mind you, a lot of that's probably wrapped up in just what filming those was like, because we've all seen the clip of him, you know, he's, it's surrounded by big blue blocks and he's it's like, never, yeah. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Or <laughs> it, and I can see that being a thing. Right. So I bet, you know, working in the volume and all that, it would be a game changer, especially for somebody who went through that before. I think he said something like that, too.
3: Eric. I yeah. think he said something about the volume specifically. I can imagine you would love that.
2: It's because of the fatter
4: paycheck. That, too. That out- that <laughs> probably doesn't hurt. And yeah. I wonder, what, do you, <laughs> what do you think the difference in pay is for the, what he got for, say, <laughs> let's do in Revenge of the Sith? Versus this Obi One series. Well, I know when World he signed, he
3: signed to do the prequels. Train spotting was his big thing mm-hmm. before he signed that. So I don't think he was anywhere near what he is now. And so
0: he probably had to sign on for all three. Yeah, yeah. they were smart about that. Unless, yeah. unless they gave they gave them points. They didn't give him points. I don't know. Absolutely so? not. No, no way. Not no. back then.
4: I think the only person, the only actor that ever got points for Star Wars was Al Guinness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's right. I mean, I mean, I don't have hard figure on that, but I think that may be the case.
0: Well, it, it would have been talked about. It would have been like Alec Ennis and this guy right. our geniuses yeah. are geniuses. I have guys. seen the, the numbers in one of the making of books for the original Star Wars. Yeah. It was a hefty sum. Yeah, good for him.
4: Now, I don't know if everybody's super hip to this, but you know, we've talked about the High Republic publishing initiative with the books that are coming out. And today. On StarWars.com, we got an elegant weapon. Get an up-close look at a lightsaber Uh, from Star Wars The High Republic. Exclusive. 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 Oh, way. Really? And here we've got this hilt, and it's not the worst-looking thing I've ever seen. It's not the best-looking thing I've ever seen. But, But, okay, here's the deal. It's got these, like gull wing things that fold out Mm -hmm. and the light actually okay first of all this is more like the lightsabers in rebels where they're pencil thin but it's got these little beams that shoot out into these gull wing things and i'm not really sure what purpose it could possibly serve
0: it's for dental flossing
4: that well that does kind of nice. look like what it is
0: i like it i like it though but yeah it is kind of like yeah. one of those things you work up into your teeth for dental floss
4: well like i try to imagine the practicality of it like cu- the cross guard saber mm-hmm. it, right. you know the idea of those vents on the side was because it came from something that they just it like when they had that design was because they didn't have a way to adequately control the output of the thing. And this is right. where the excess came out, but this <sighs> it's shooting out and hitting these two yeah, points, points mm-hmm. and I, I don't understand the necessity for it, but it looks cool. It looks neat. It reminds me of something like if Conan the barbarian was That's right. In Star Wars, yeah. this is what his lightsaber would look
0: like. Very Game of thronesy did, in the in the article, yeah. I think they mentioned that it was that it was more of a broadsword. Ah, oh, okay. The way like he swings it, kind of thing? yeah, oh, okay, that's awesome. That's
2: pretty cool. Because like a like claymore, Moore. yeah. It, well, the claymore is just like a the, the the one that William Wallace used. The big that's ass. a claymore. Like, every that, man, that, man dies, not every
3: man really lives.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It, it, but it, it. Yeah. What is the new lightsaber? It the hilt even looks cumbersome looks like it's yeah. just fucking huge like it, it, it's like a like a you have to like 2 hand it kind of thing
3: oh that would be interesting very heavy yeah there'd be a very strong
0: Jedi
4: yes the the belt rig is kind of neat that they show yeah it's pretty cool
0: I like that they're doing all this hey, you definitely need those extra attachments so it doesn't swing around and hit you in the nuts
4: yeah because <laughs> those pointy things man that could oh, really yeah. do a guy in <laughs> <laughs> You know what it looks like. It looks like. It, remember Thundar the Barbarian. Do you guys remember that? guy? Yes. Thundar.
0: No. Yes, Thundar the Barbarian. The year nineteen ninety four. From out of space comes a runaway planet hurtling between the Earth and the Moon. Unleashing cosmic destruction, man's civilization is cast in ruin. 2,000 years later, Earth is reborn. A strange new world rises from the old. A world of savagery, super science, and sorcery. But one man bursts his bonds to fight for justice with his companions Mock and Princess Ariel. He pits his strength, his courage, and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of evil. He is Thundar, the barbarian.
1: You remember Thundar the barbarian?
3: Oh, who's Thundar the barbarian? I remember that. Seriously? There was the
1: Herculoids. There was the Herculoids yeah. and then there was Thundar. There's Johnny Quest, like There's just Johnny part Quest. of the Hanna Barbera deal. Oh, yeah.
4: oh, 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 yes. It's coming to me now. Yes. It was like a post-apocalyptic barbarian guy who had, had a, like a, a yeah, laser, laser sword. sword. This is what his sword should have looked like.
2: Strathers. how long do you think it would take you to, to make uh, this new, uh, the new Republic lightsaber? Oh, I think that Thunder's lightsaber. The yeah.
4: hardest thing would be to just find somebody to make that hilt, man. The, the side parts wouldn't be so bad if I just had somebody to manufacture the hilt. Because that is outside my wheelhouse. Somebody's to gonna want this mofo. I can get oh, it. Oh, sure. This is yeah, this has got to be one of the coolest. This is gonna be one of many,
3: though. you everyone's gonna be like this.
2: Watch. Oh, I know, but this is one of the coolest lightsabers or hilt, at least, that I've ever seen. That's I'm like, rad. that's pretty fucking sick. That's pretty rad. So if I'm I can't be the only one, somebody's gonna be like, I want that. I want to hold it.
4: You know, the, the Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber was like the most generic. Mm-hmm. lightsaber hilt of all time. That's a, that's a bummer was you think yeah, of cool lightsaber hilts, Every one of them should be cool, but that one, not so much. Interesting. I guess, you know, he was talking into a lady Bic shaver as a com link. So what's the point <laughs> of no, no reason having a cool lightsaber, but, uh, but Hey, speaking of Liam Neeson, that Great segue. A lucky segue mm-hmm. there. Wasn't intentional. You know, he was talking about how proud he was of the work on Phantom Menace. Mm. And he also talked about how rad Ahmed Best is, just like his his own performance, but also how funny he was, just how genuinely talented and how funny he is. And man, it's one of those things where I love hearing Ahmed Best get get some credit, yeah, especially Mm -hmm. you know from one of his coworkers like that. And that just made me glad, man. I mean, I know Liam Neeson hasn't been the most favorite, <laughs> favored name these last couple of years, but but I, that was good to hear. And also to know that The Phantom Menace means something to him.
3: Yeah. He said it was really important in how innovative it was and what George Lucas did with special effects. That was really cool to see. and yeah. having. He said that he had them in stitches every single day. I mean, he was just making them crack up constantly. He, was, he thought he was going to be the next Eddie Murphy. That's how funny he was on set
4: every day yeah it's it's weird because a buddy of mine called me today and it turned out he was had to drive somewhere far and figured I would be the one to like burn up the time for him oh, instead sure. of actually wanting to talk to me which sort of broke my heart uh, but we somehow got on the subject of the prequels and this is a guy who isn't a big Star Wars fan hmm. and he was talking about how yeah man I, I really didn't give those films enough credit and uh, he said that he still wasn't too keen on Jar Jar as a character from in in the first one. And he yeah. had some like really solid arguments. You see, like, for example, whenever he they made him a general, that's when they should have he should have turned it around. That's when they should have kind of redeemed his whole thing. But uh but to hear like his take on it as a non fan and like the importance of that movie, I, that was really cool to hear. It's yeah, you know? really cool yeah, I'm not a huge Jar Jar fan, especially in Band Menace.
3: But I respect what they did with the special effects of that character. It was unbelievable what they pulled off. And Ahmad Best, was, he did what he did. I mean, he was, he was great at what he was doing. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. man. That's it. For sure.
4: What yeah. I should have said first, the first big news this week is that <laughs> Tony Gilroy... Stepping down from directing the Cassian Andor series, yeah, was said to, due to concerns over traveling during the COVID pandemic, and uh, it's who is taking the reins, King Tom? Who's this guy?
0: Oh, he—I d- don't know his name off the top of my head, but he directed several episodes of Black Mirror, I mm-hmm. believe, and. Apparently, he was scheduled to direct some of the later episodes of the Cassian series, season one. Toby so Haynes. essentially,
3: he. Yeah, Toby, Toby, Haynes,
0: Toby right. Haynes. So he's just he's just moving up to do the first three because I guess Gilroy doesn't want to travel, which makes sense considering. Yeah, So we're, we were going to so get Toby. it either way. Right. And, and Gilroy is still saying is still staying on as showrunner and executive producer. It's yeah. not like he's. Yeah abandoning the show or he was fired or fired or anything. Right. Yeah. He's going to be Favreau for the show. Right. You know, the idiots are saying that this is causing problems. This you is know. another example of Star Wars going to hell.
3: Right. Right. Nope. That was great Star Wars talk, man. <laughs> you did a great job, Mrs. Struthers. Ace job, Eric. Thanks, Ace man. Ace job for doing what you do. Yeah. Fantastic. Do we
4: have a Naboo today? We do have a
3: Naboo. We do. We have a Naboo. Let's do the one and only Naboo on video now.
4: I, I can
2: hurt your eyes instead of just your ears.
3: That's a normal thing, though. <laughs> 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 All
2: right. <laughs> oh, no.
3: Oh, no, it's right. That's exactly what we feel right before we do Nabu. Yeah, this game. Oh, no. It's not fun. This no. game. Cake Boss
2: Ralph.
4: I gotta tell you, this game isn't fun. I say that not with love, but with brutal honesty.
2: Statement number one. Statement number one. Okay. At the start of A New Hope, Chewbacca is 200 years old. Okay. Statement number two. In the original trilogy, it took four people to bring Darth Vader to life. Statement Mm. number three. Kenny Baker also donned the bear suit to play one of the Ewoks. He's one of the ones who helped Chewie inside the uh, ATSD.
3: Okay, okay. So, the first, can you repeat that first one again? Because I think that's where you're going to you're gonna boo us right there. You're going to say something about him. he was not 200, he was 203.
2: <laughs> At the start of A New Hope, uh-huh. Chewbacca is 200 years old.
3: Okay. King Tom and Eric, I
2: going to. King Tom it. goes last. That's a new rule. <laughs> King Tom goes last.
3: Why? Because he's going to crush series. everything. Exactly. Eric, what do you think of this? I'm going to say that. The second one is false. I don't think they brought four people. Prowse did it. I don't remember hearing that three other people played Vader.
1: I don't know. Maybe that's where the loophole is. Maybe yeah. they don't have to play it's Vader to it's bring three
0: Vader to life. Pool, right? Prowse, James Earl Jones, Bob Anderson.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Mr. Anderson. And nobody else. Because, see, I'm leaning toward number three. What was three again? Number three is that Kenny Baker donned the Ewok
2: suit. I could see that happening, though. He was the uh, he was one of the Ewoks who helps Chewie in the ATSD.
4: But Kenny Baker was originally going to be wicked, mm-hmm. and he was sick and couldn't yeah. do it. That's when they got uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick, yeah, mm-hmm. and I so yeah, I'm going to say number three, man. And I'm I will say okay. that this is I am not as sure. In my convictions this week, as I have been on past episodes okay. of NABU, okay. I'm going to
3: say number two. I hate going against you, Eric, but I'm going to say number two on this one. Les, what do you say?
1: I'm going to say number two because it has the biggest amount of being a NABU, a true yes, NABU, because exactly he's right. going to be like he's going to say, "I'm serious." Number he's one, gonna say, he's going to say he's going to say something like. Well, it took more than three people to bring Darth Vader to life. Somebody had to design the costume. Somebody had to sew the cape on. Somebody had to do this. So I'm going with number two. It was actually 84 people that brought him to life.
2: (laughs) 84. Jesus (laughs)
0: Christ. All right, uh, King Tom. What if we're going by the number of people who portrayed Vader? I would say it's number two because, well, are you counting? Well, he said brought. There's also Sebastian Shaw who is Vader unmasked in Return of the Jedi. But then you, you're you not counting whoever played the back of his head in Empire Strikes Back. Well, wait, so me, he to was five people.
3: Hey, Tom, he was specific to the movie. What what did you say? No, I just said the original trilogy. The original oh, trilogy. trilogy, okay. So wait. we
0: have the three we mentioned before, the guy with the back of his head in Empire Strikes Back and Sebastian Shaw. Although at that point, he was Anakin Skywalker again. So fuck you, boo. Uh, <laughs> um, so we all <laughs> Okay, well, that changes everything that, for me. I want to say that Baker... Keep and, keep did he, he baker was supposed to play Wicket, but he was sick and couldn't but i want to say he was like one of the other lesser focused on ewoks like papaloo or something what'd you call me papaloo
3: oh, okay that's not You're okay you're okay
0: he, he just, just said he just told me what i was yeah. Yeah. you're okay <laughs> and in and in solo we know han says 190 years old and that takes place Around ten years before a New Hope. Ah, okay. So two hundred is spot I'm go- on. I'm going with mathematical fuckery on number two.
3: Okay, <laughs> I'm going to stick with my number two then. Also,
0: boo. This game is a number two. <laughs> wow,
2: that was <laughs> that was epic. It is a no, number that, two. That is that is, that is, is that is not a That no, is boo. That is very true. <clears throat> actually no. It is number three. You guys were just circling no around. Way it. Kenny Baker did play. Uh, Papaloo. That's what I just said. Oh, yes. Yeah, but you, you didn't pick it. Uh, he's the one who steals the uh, speeder bike.
3: Okay. Okay. So he wasn't with Chewie in the ATST. No. no, he was not.
2: But he played another
3: fucking Ewok. He did. Yeah.
4: First time. Why would you say he was the one in it? uh uh-huh. So, so I won, but it hey, hey, wasn't a number this time. It was a different fucking character, <laughs> but I was still <laughs> dirty. I still feel dirty because <laughs> I, I wasn't
2: four. I, I was am going to hurt you.
4: You look like an Ewok right now. Yeah, That's really
2: yeah,
1: exactly. cool. Was, what the hell is just happened? Cause
2: he's yeah, coming. cause it was the one when he takes off his mask, when he's about to die, uh, there was the, the guy who was the fencing guy who, when he was doing Bob Anderson, uh, thank you, James Earl Jones, and then Prowse. But what about the back of his head?
4: So yeah, but what about the back of the head guy?
0: Yeah, boo. What about the back of the head guy? Nah, f- but you fuckers yeah, tell boo. me.
2: You fuckers tell me. You're the ones I don't fucking know. What is that gonna be in the credits? Back of Vader's head guy is Jamal. <laughs> no, Jones. But that would have been know. really
3: good for you and, and on brand if you would have said no, it was actually five. There's the back five of the head guy.
0: <laughs> Next week on Nabu, John Wayne played the back of Darth Vader's head <laughs> in Empire <laughs> yeah, Strikes <exactly>. Back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well
3: again, you're welcome, Still, Y'all motherfuckers got nabooed. <laughs> we got booed. Eric won. Yeah. Eric got I already.
4: didn't deserve it though. No, but it's okay. That was just a lucky win.
3: None of us deserve not boo, buddy. <laughs>
4: yeah, we don't deserve it.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, buddy. No, I appreciate
4: no the fuckery.
3: Oh, absolutely.
4: Tom said earlier.
1: Key talks just next oh, I got him. Mathematical fuckery. Mathematical
3: <laughs> fuckery. That's what the name of this podcast episode's gonna be called. <laughs> Pop, culture, reboots, remakes, breakdown, anything. Uh, Guys, Dark Crystal, one of my favorite shows on Netflix. Goes Dark. Goes Dark. Actually, not one of my favorite shows on Netflix. I just couldn't do it, even though a lot of people loved it. I just couldn't get into it. It didn't hold up for me. And it's not holding up for Netflix, evidently, because it is being canceled. Dark Crystal Age of Resistance has been canceled after just one season on Netflix. Here's what Lisa Henson said, CEO of Jim Henson's company. We can confirm that there will not be an additional season of Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. We know the fans are eager to learn how this chapter of Dark Crystal Saga concludes. We'll look for ways to tell the story in the future. You guys were into this or were not into this. I don't remember. What do you think about this Dark Crystal not continuing? I know I got a lot of shit for not liking it. Like uh, Eric says, I like what I like. I didn't like Dark Crystal.
4: I didn't watch any of the series. Uh, I loved the movie when I was a kid, but I didn't yeah, I loved the movie too. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't even give it a look.
3: I felt bad like I wanted to like it. I I just tried, but everybody was just bouncing constantly. Like everybody's bouncing up and down with the puppets. I get it. They're puppets, but it just doesn't hold up. Lower gravity. Yes. Lower
1: gravity. Yeah, I I got 5 episodes in. I'll He's, probably give it a shot, but no. It's all good. Oh, it sucks. I'm, I'm
3: sorry that it canceled because a lot of people loved it. So there you go. Dark Crystal canceled, unfortunately, for you fans that love the Dark Crystal. Game of Thrones prequel news. It looks like the House of the Dragon is still targeting 2022 release date, which for you Game of Thrones fans is a big thing. And hopefully that there are still Game of Thrones fans even
2: after the last episode. Fuck them. If they don't like it, they fuck
4: can move em. on.
3: Let's get into some comic book TV moving news before we do some fuzzy bits from Boo. Lester, Super, Superman. I would have.
1: Yeah, I would have thought that this was one of Boo's fuzzy bits because I don't have, I can't cite sources. But ultimately, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Superman will be getting a CW series and then Supergirl is getting canceled.
3: Oh, so they're canceling Supergirl after like five, six seasons, right? Or how many seasons? I
1: think it was seven.
3: Oh, wow. People love that stuff too. People love the CW, DC shows. Uh, King Tom's one of them. He loves them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> they're canceling the Supergirl and giving the Superman character and that actor its own run, his own show. Yes. Okay. All right. And if you don't watch Supergirl, the actor is, if you've seen the movie Palm Springs, he is in Palm Springs. He's one of the actors in Palm Springs. He has a big role in it. He's Superman in Palm Springs. He is Superman, wears a cape, runs around Palm Springs. A lot of bachelor parties he goes to, takes pictures, bachelorette parties. Really. Both? Both. Yeah, absolutely. Both at everybody Palm loves the other. Uh, I've been to a bachelor party in Palm Springs, and a- bet. Ba- well, I've seen a lot of bachelor parties in Palm
4: Springs. You've worked a bachelorette at <laughs> the party. Is that what you're going <laughs> to yes, say? I was going to come on. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Well, thank you, Les.
3: Right on cue, man. You did it right off. You didn't even screw it up or anything. Appreciate that.
1: Nope, <laughs> you didn't screw it up at all. No, no, mm-hmm. not at
3: all. No, like that. It's not going to be at the end of the podcast
2: or anything. No. Boo fuzzy Boo. bits time. Fuzzy bits time. Let me get out my fuzzy bits.
0: Yeah. Well, you, I you, thought we got an email about that.
2: Oh, yeah. No, that's that's me. <laughs> that's me doing something with my fuzzy bits. Oh. Uh, so there is a rumor. There's a rumor. This is from the Direct.com that Marvel is looking at other actors for Doctor Strange into the multiverse to play our normal characters of Iron Man and other characters like that, but with different actors. Oh, one example is Tom Cruise playing Iron Man. Oh, I saw an, a deep fake with that. Yeah, like, in an alternate universe kind of feel, you what is it? Uh, multiverse of madness. This is one of the things that's madness. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, there's no real more information about that. Nothing really concrete, but rumors, rumors, rumors.
4: Time out. Let's stop. I here. think I would be annoyed by seeing Iron Man standing on a ladder all the time.
1: No. Oh, <laughs> <ha, ha>, <laughs>
4: This suit is man, he'd be actually just floating above no ground. his Iron Man suit the, the
0: boots would be like creepers. Yeah. He'd, be, he'd be it wouldn't be Iron Man, it'd be Stilt Man. Oh. <laughs> or he could be machine man and just extend his leg. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: The problem with with uh, Tom Cruise is he'd actually want to build he want to build an actual real Oh movie. and he'd want to fly
1: the Exosuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's sure. true. yeah. yeah. He'd but fly because, the exosuit for all, sure. All
3: kidding aside though, is this something King Tom I'm gonna throw this to you? Is something that you think that would Fans of the MCU would like to see just some crazy, random, popular actors playing
0: who we already have seen as these characters. I think so. They kind of did something like that in Ragnarok when Thor goes back to Asgard and they have that play. And who is it? Sam Neill. And is it Liam Hensworth? Uh, it's yeah, his brother. Yeah. No, it's Luke yeah. Hensworth. Damon,
3: it was- Sam Neill. Liam. Yeah, his brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They did do that.
0: Yeah, they kind of did that there. I think I think it would be interesting and it would be a good way of bringing back the characters, even if they're not the characters that we know and love.
3: I just hope that we don't know who they are like this Tom Cruise. It would be great to be in a the theater or in my living yeah, room. Yeah,
0: and have and have it be a complete surprise.
3: Yeah, a complete surprise that some crazy famous actor actors is playing these roles. Uh, I saw a deep fake with Emily Blunt being Black Widow. And it was fucking amazing, man. They're getting so scary good at that technology. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's creepy. It's kind of creepy, actually.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, fuzzy. Uh, my next fuzzy bit John David Washington is ready for Tenet Two. This is just for King Tom. Fuck he's- Tenet Two. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: hasn't even seen the preview and he's saying, Fuck Tenet Two.
2: This comes from Esquire. Mm-hmm. John David Washington said, In my mind, we will be doing this again. We'll see in a couple of years. I think we found something really unique. This is just from him, nothing really more than that, nothing from Nolan or anything like that. So that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting for those who have seen the movie. I think it has the most ability and range for a sequel. Let's okay. Put it that way. So, yeah. Speaking of Tom Cruise, a uh, little going around Tom Cruise and director Doug Lyman. Lyman. Yeah. <laughs> will be sent to space in October 2021. For real. They're going to space. They're going to space. Yes. This is from the Shuttle Almanac. They're, he,
3: he's going to be in the Fast and Furious.
2: They're, no, they're, they're going to do a crossover oh, in space. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, these motherfuckers are going to space. No, there's no real word on, the, it's not for a movie per se, like they're not going to be filming. They're just going to go for the kind of research to see how it would work and things like that, how much of a process it would be. Mm. Okay, here's a trivia.
3: What was Doug Lyman's big film that just started his career? Connection to somebody that is involved in Star Wars heavily. Unless you should know this, you've seen this movie. Is it, uh, well,
1: I'm going to guess it's Harrison Ford.
3: No, it's John Favreau actually. Really? Doug Liman directed, I believe he wrote with John Favreau, Swingers. You ever seen wow. Swingers? Mm. Great film by the way. It is good.
2: Yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. I'm sure we've all seen the Patrick Stewart and Mark Hamill Uber Eats commercial. Absolutely. Very, very funny. Mm. Good job. good job, good idea. But Patrick Stewart was talking to Dex Dexedero? Dex I don't know some website and he was saying that he would love a star Trek and star Wars crossover movie. Mm. He said that, uh, he said that he thinks that, uh, Luke Skywalker would be a very valuable member on the cards crew part of
1: the Federation.
2: Yes. So so he said he would love, love to have a crossover. I was like, of course he would love to have a Jedi.
1: Yeah.
2: Who the fuck wouldn't love?
1: Exactly. Exactly. The Avengers want him too. (laughs) (laughs) who would they be able to scrap with though? Would it be the Q Would they have to go against the Q? That'd be cool. Or kill Khan again. They'd go after mm-hmm. Khan. Khan again Would be a that'd
3: be. What awesome. would the internet do if they found that shit was coming out? Like w- the internet would explode if we found grains. out that there's some alternate like movie coming out <laughs> with Star Trek and Star Wars together,
1: and they have to kill off the xenomorphs from uh, Alien <laughs> and Predators.
2: <laughs> yes federation it's star wars and the predators having to work together to kill the xenomorphs that's what i want to see
1: mm. and then the jedi have to come in and swing the there we go we pitched it let's do it let's go
4: i think it's it could
2: it could happen and then batman
1: fund this movie oh
4: it's gonna be weird to have star wars movies come out that i don't want to see <laughs>
2: <laughs> right in less positive news uh the mcu has major movie delays we talked about black widow black widow is being moved back to may 7th 2021 Shang Chi is July 9th, twenty twenty one, and The Eternals is November fifth, twenty twenty one. This will be the first time in nine years that mm. an
0: MCU movie hasn't come out in, uh, in a year. In a year. It's also interesting because they're switching up Shang Chi and The Eternals. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: it's crazy. Yeah, and uh, that's if it doesn't get delayed again.
0: That's yeah.
2: that's another fear. I, I was talking to uh, Brittany earlier about this. There might not be. I I just, at this point, I'm hoping movies come out at all. You know, Wonder Woman might get pushed back. Uh, Thank God James Bond is still coming out in November. Uh, You know, things like that. So, allegedly, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm really looking forward to that. So, am I? I'm a big Anna DeArmas fan. (laughs) I am. Everybody is. Yes. We've all seen the uh, Suicide Squad stuff with John Cena from James Gunn and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It looks like he'll have a spinoff show. Written by and directed by James Gunn. It'll be on HBO Max in 2021. His wow. character is Peacemaker. Yeah.
3: Peacemaker's going to have his own show yes. on
2: HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And that's from Deadline. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: They're really banking on his character before the movie comes out there. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I saw some reviews of people that have seen The Suicide Squad. They say it's the greatest
2: DC movie ever made. I saw multiple people say that. It's a bold statement. It is. Ryan Gosling, we know that he loves to play a uh, stunt driver. Uh, He's done it twice in Drive and The Place Beyond the Pines. Mm -hmm. He's He's in La La Land, too. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, he's got got a lot of range in that movie. Uh, He's doing it again in uh, The Fall Guy. This is a David... Wait, wait, fall, wait, wait. The like Fall Guy. like The, the Fall Guy. Hold on, ma- hold on, hold on. Lee Majors? Lee Majors, the fall, majors the fall Guy? Look
3: at Boo's like, what the fuck are you guys all getting excited about? Because I don't know. There's the, a
1: the guy. I've heard of
3: The
2: Fall Guy, but I didn't
1: know I'd get this kind of reaction. Yeah, but yeah dude. I,
2: right. I, I guess if you guys would be able to tell me more about... Who you
1: the don't is. understand the level of action, like the block of action we used to have for television. It was like the A-Team, Magnum P.I., and guy. The Fall Guy, and yep. Charlie's Angels. Like oh. that was your that was your block on like every Wednesday night or something. And like then that. there was the other
3: one with Linda Wagner.
1: Um, was it Linda oh the, Wagner? The, the, the Bionic Woman?
3: Bionic, Bionic Woman. Woman is that Linda Wagner? Lindsay 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 Wagner? Lindsay yeah. Wagner. Yeah, yes, yes, Bionic Woman. And then Fall Guy were yeah. Explain to Boo what the Fall Guy was last. You remember the synopsis? Um, like-
1: if I'm not mistaken, he was oh T.J. Hooker was around at that time too, right? There was another <laughs> lock there. Boom, boom. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's a stunt man. But he like goes around solving kind of like, you know, your your random regular guy that finds trouble and he has to go and solve it. He uses his stunt skills or like the car from Starsky and Hutch.
2: Not really even an article, but it was just a little snippet from uh, the Hollywood Reporter. So he's going to do the fall guy. He's going to be in the fall guy. What is it? it should be directed by
0: David Lynch, something. Uh, I don't David, know. David Lynch. No, no, definitely not. Uh, is it L E I T C H? Sorry, it is. leech.
2: leech. Yeah. Is it leech? Okay, yes. So yeah, so uh, he's set to direct anything past that, as far as time or or when or anything. Uh, not much, as Vince said. Okay, okay. Um, let's see here. Oh, something else that I thought was really cool. Something I'm excited for. Ryan Johnson was talking about Knives Out two, but it's mm. not necessarily Knives Out two. Saw that. Saw it's, that. He's just thinking about it. It's not really a Knives Out sequel. I need to come up with a title for it so, I can, so I, can cop stop, I can stop calling it Knives Out, too. It's just Daniel Craig as the same detective with a totally new cast. So this is something that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what is a- it? The entire movie was great. Ryan Johnson writing it, directing it, all the characters. Daniel Craig's character, very cool. And this is kind of, what is it? Similar to the murder on the Orient Express where the detective is the same. He just runs into different cases and yeah, stuff like that. Love they it. just follow him. Love it. So, yeah. So, uh, Ryan Johnson's thinking about it, writing it, trying to figure out a name for it. But he has that Daniel Craig's going to be the same character, just in a different case. So yeah, I, thought I love That's
3: very cool. Very cool. Yeah. It could become a franchise.
2: Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. I would love, 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 love that. And that's from Interview Magazine. As long as Anna Darmus is in it again. Uh, no, she will not be, sadly.
3: Okay, thank you for those fuzzy bits, man. Absolutely. came through pretty strong there. Obviously, the trailer for WandaVision came out. Les and I did a WandaVision reaction breakdown to it. We're not going to watch the trailer because I know you've all seen it a thousand times, but I do want to get everybody else's take on the WandaVision trailer. Les and I absolutely loved it. Thought it was so different and crazy, and we think it's going to be just amazing. Eric, King Tom, Boo, you've seen the WandaVision trailer?
2: Absolutely.
4: Yes, sir. I loved it, man. It's like I'm so confused by everything going on in it, which is part of what draws me to it. And what really excited me about about it was my wife watched the trailer with me, and she is so on board with it. Oh, she great. can't wait for it. And, you know, I just like seeing her get excited about, like, nerd stuff that I do. The MCU's been her jam. And, you know, this is, this is a big one for, her. so yeah, I'm, I'm stoked on it. Well, when it first came out, I didn't
3: watch it on purpose because I wanted to do the reaction video with less, but Lorena saw it and I was watching her watch it. And she looked at me and she goes, that was awesome. So yeah, great reaction from her as well. That's great. King Tom, what'd you think?
0: I loved it. I think it's going to be taking the story that we got in the movies of Wanda and Vision and advancing it in a way that ties back. And I kn- I know you and Les talked a lot about uh, what, what they've done with Wanda over the last 20 years. Mm. But I think this is going to go back even further to the right. 80s because, uh, you know, at one point she and, and Vision got married. They they went on a honeymoon. Vision wore a Speedo. They had kids and he needs some suntan lotion. Yeah, yeah he does. I got burned. Like nah, that. he's red I enough. I know. No. Like a tomato.
2: I like the banana hammock
3: though, King Tom.
0: Yeah, it's it's very, it was very stylish at the time. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> She's For dead.
3: our listeners not watching on video, mm-hmm. uh, he's got a wonderful banana hammock, green one,
0: as mm-hmm. Wanda is very excited about it. Mm-hmm. And she says, Besides, you look gorgeous. Yep. But no, what, what happened was they, Marvel editorial at the time realized, well, how do an android and a woman have kids? And it was revealed in the story that the children were were magical constructs made by wanda so when she wasn't around they would disappear and it was a long-running storyline and wanda actually had a mental breakdown so i think that the series is going to tie into that and a lot of this is going to be taking place inside wanda's mind i just hope that it deals with mental illness in a sensitive way i have a feeling it it will especially if they're putting it on disney plus but i think it's going to give us a a superhero style look at some issues that sometimes need to be talked about. That would be really great if they did that. That
3: mm-hmm. would be awesome.
0: Yeah, okay. And that that one shot of, and I think both of you guys had a reaction to this, but of it's going up and it's vision rising above the town. That was just yeah. a so beautiful cool. shot.
3: So cool. So yeah. cool. And, and let's touch on this when we were doing the reaction, the costume that vision has harkens back to his old, yeah like it's like a halloween
1: costume yeah
3: very but, stranger thing is and,
1: and hers is in there too she yeah i think yeah. in there we missed yeah. it but she's yeah, yeah, wearing true. her um her original mm-hmm. avengers one not the uh yeah. not the x-men appearance because i think the x-men one it was green right. i think
0: one of them was green one of them didn't have a cape but it, it had, had that right. like,
1: weird that
0: horned like yeah. Yeah. tiara horned yeah, 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 a-
1: yes, 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 yeah
0: yeah. Cool. Pooh, what'd you think about it?
1: Yeah,
2: no, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. It made me super excited. And the entire time I was thinking, I was like, oh shit, she's, she's gone off the deep end. Uh-huh. And that's a very scary, scary uh, idea. Even past that, I was also excited. I'm like, well, they're going to have to deal with mental health about what, how she's doing. Because you start thinking back, right before Infinity War ends, she kills Vision. He comes back to life. She watches him die. And then she comes back. Out of a flash, she's angry, almost kills Thanos, and then she has to continue life. Everybody else has to put their lives back together, but she's essentially lost hers. Her brother's dead. Vision is dead. It's a major PTSD there. Yeah, exactly. So it makes sense that she has just gone into her own head and created her own world, whatever she wants. And she has the ability to do this. And I think it'll tie really well into what is it the rest of the MCU is going to do, especially with... uh, Doctor Strange and things like Mm that so I'm I'm looking forward to it and I I hope that they dive more into what these characters go through I've I've always wished that they would talk about you know uh, what is it Bruce Banner and Steve Rogers what they've gone through you know I'm the the mental part of it exactly I'm happy that Steve Rogers has a happy ending in the end but before that he is a He's a hurt man. He's a hurt man because you know yeah. the place he feels comfortable is in combat. Right. He feels you know if unless somebody's yelling and doing you know running laps on a military base, he's not. He's not happy. Bruce mm-hmm. Banner. Way, way more than one movie or one show could ever dive into with what he's gone gone through. So I think there, and even like Thor, Thor, how he was broken as a man. We saw the physical ramifications of what he went through. He manif- you know, he manifested his. His sadness and his anger and food and drinking. He's an alcoholic right. fatty. It's horrible to see. You're like, it's funny. He looks like the dude. Yeah, but but you know that it's extraordinary. You went off the deep end. Yeah, you know it's extraordinarily sad. Yeah. So this is just kind of somebody who has uh, reality warping abilities essentially doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really interesting and it'd be really good to see. I hope they dive into all that. Yeah. That would be fantastic. And I think they will. I
3: mm-hmm. think uh, Marvel Story Group, they know what they're fucking doing. Yeah. So. All right, great. So, uh, last comic book TV movie news. We have some She-Hulk news, guys. This was from Rotten Tomatoes. Or from Black Star, Tatiana Maslany has been tapped by Marvel to star in Disney Plus She-Hulk series, playing the leading lady who snagged superpowers after sharing some of the, her cousins, Bruce Banner's, a.k.a. Hulk blood. So, we have uh, a new She-Hulk, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think about this?
1: Okay, so a lot of people are kind of upset at this pick, but is that right? I didn't see that. It well, they're upset because if you think about it, when you look at Jen Walters, she's not a little petite girl, you know, woman. She's a big she's a like seven foot tall. You know, she's basically Hulk, but with all her smarts and her beauty intact. And then you add That she only gets more hulkier as she gets pissed off, so it's not like you know she's this little tiny, you know, woman. But that just speaks to something else. And as far as Hollywood goes, it's not like they're ever gonna truly mainstream having a woman with the a a CrossFit elite fitness lady's body as an actress, and you know, make that a normal thing. That's something that's got to be worked on in the future, and hopefully, we'll get a chance to see. That type of representation, but I like it. I mean, I like the fact that we're getting She-Hulk. I like the fact that that means we're getting She-Hulk with no like contractual obligations or anything, right, King Tom? It's 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 Disney
0: Marvel's deal, right? They don't have to worry as, about anything. Yeah, because that, as far as I know, the Hulk is tied to. Is it universal, and he can only yeah. appear in a Marvel movie if it's teaming up with someone else? But I yeah, think She Hulk is, is, yeah, yeah, is all that. So, I mean, and then that can bring him
1: in, so there's still a, you can still use that, right? Uh, that would be. I mean, I know they did World War Hulk, but if they wanted to do World War Hulk again in a more deeper way and talk about the part because. There's a thing in the books where She Hulk goes fucking nuts when she finds out that it's either that they killed that Hawkeye killed Banner or that they sent him away, and she's like, uh, "What'd you guys do to my cousin?" Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Oh, we took care. Of, you know, that's what
0: he wanted." And she's like, "What did you guys do to my cousin?" And then she well, fucking goes it's, full it's, on. Okay. Yeah. The other thing is, in from what I remember, it always used to be that she was She Hulk all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Now, they've in the books, they've really bulked her up a lot. Yes. And she can transform back and forth. But when she is, she refers to herself as the Hulk. Yes. And calls herself a Hulk. Yes. Yeah. She's not as small. She, you know, she has the intelligence of the Hulk we're used to. Yeah. Cause she goes, yeah, she can
1: go all the way to that savagery
0: where she's yeah. just mind numbing and world breaking. She
1: can get to that point too. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it because the actress is great. Everybody keeps talking about Orphan Black. But if you watched Perry Mason, she played the sister. Really? And she was fucking amazing. What sister? The church. The church preacher. The one that ran the church? Yes. The one that claimed. Yeah. So I didn't put two and two together. That's great. As far as acting ability. Sure. Great. And you know what? Like I said, keep bringing more characters. But I understand mm-hmm. that some people have a gripe, just like they had a little bit of an issue about Wonder Woman and, you know, at least her, them having the more of a fitter, muscular body or or a bigger build. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out. It's more than likely going to be CG the whole time. Exactly. And and, yeah,
2: that was my right. They're not going to get opinion. her to be. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think I think King Tom is going to be right, is that they're going to have her go back and forth, because if I were. If I were to sign on for a show, I'd be like, well, I don't necessarily want to be CG the entire time. I want to be me and then also do the CG stuff and things like that. Yeah, it will be back. And forth. Yeah. So yeah, so it'll be back and forth. She'll do fine. She's a great actress. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And it should be an interesting show. It, it had a different take on, on you know, what is it? She didn't choose it. It's by accident. It's something that that happened to her. But now that she has to, she's essentially forced to be a superhero now. I wonder if these new shows are going to
3: cross over and these characters are going to be the new Avengers.
1: Yes. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's gotta happen. Yeah.
3: Okay, cool. Great. King Tom, you want to uh, do the on the throne? We haven't it's... had on the throne with King
0: Tom in a while. This one's going to be a funny one. I believe. No, I did not say, I said it's weird and probably stupid. And it's, it's more to s- settle a disagreement between my wife and I.
1: Okay. Uh Uh oh. She's right. She's right. Let's just say she's right. (laughs) Let's all
0: just agree. Happy wife, happy life. There you go. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) We were talking for some reason about time zones, and you know when you used to watch TV. So at least on the East Coast, it would be you know show starts at eight seven Central. Right. When does prime time start in LA? Eight PM. Okay. So then, when do shows also start in Mountain Time? Do then they start at nine or do they play them at eight also?
2: I think it's like an hour
3: to two uh, hours I, later. I, I think it's at nine mountain. Time. It's one hour ahead. I think if I'm not. Mistaken. Yeah.
0: Okay. I, so like the hubs are the East and West coast. Yes. And the bordering time zone. What time did they start on the East coast? At 8 p.m. Correct? 8 p.m. Yeah. And then seven central. Okay. Well, my question is, didn't they
1: eliminate the mountain time zone and it's just central? Just. It's eastern, so. central, and pacific now? I don't These think so. was mountain okay.
3: less. How dare you?
1: Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Sorry for all our mountain listeners. <laughs> we apologize.
0: <laughs> we time- <Less> just <laughs> wants to get rid of you. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> you just uh,
0: fingers like Thanos, you're gone. But <laughs> you time zone. Do they even mention that anymore? Uh
1: APM's, No. Not, not not over here. Now. It's either Eastern or Pacific. That's it. Right. It's only they don't even mention the other ones. So like because if you go by the sports schedules, mm-hmm. you know, it's 4:30 Eastern and it's literally like the middle of the day over here and you're like, yeah. "Damn, 7:30 Eastern, it's like I got to already be home." I know I'm on the West Coast because when I'm watching football, they say
3: 60 right? minutes next except for the West Coast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was the debate between you and your wife? Oh, I I said that the stuff started at 8 California time. Right. And 9. So like if you're in LA in California, Right. right. Or in, if you're in LA, it starts at eight. If you're in Denver, it starts at nine.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I was, start- was going to bring that up. Yeah, because was it last year or some time ago? We, we were Denver? in Denver and there was, I think it was an hour difference. I might be wrong. Maybe an hour or two hours, but I'm pretty sure it was an hour.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, and it started because she yeah. asked me if I would, if I would want to live in Denver. And I said, yeah, I've always wanted to live in the mountain time zone.
3: Oh, that's how it started. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, so so that's how it start started. in Denver then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so Denver. thank
1: you.
3: It's a beautiful city. We're
0: there. Oh, we didn't do
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> do not tie <laughs> us with that. Keith. Yeah,
3: don't tie us with
1: that. Uh-huh. My friends said that, <laughs> that is your debate. She's <laughs> like, well, fuck you. <laughs> we just had some You're input. Gonna. That is all. I'll will tell her what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> I tell
0: her. Heard. Tell her we <laughs> And then heard. she she won't <laughs> listen to this.
2: Yeah, she's not listening. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Oof, thanks. The last thing. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You. Love you, Mountain <laughs> Time so people.
3: Love you, Mountain. So do I. Less than so I.
2: You know, um, I, I don't know about that.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So Mr. Tom Chansky, where can people find you? What time in, in the
0: mountains uh, the mountain the time. Zone. Zone.
3: The mountain time. Where can people find you out there on the social Tom,
0: media? Tom Chansky on Twitter and for Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, Steel Wars and the Bad Motivators. Right. Love those
3: guys.
4: Mr. Eric Strathers, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Eric Strothers and also on my other cat podcast, The Bad Motivators.
3: Fantastic. Mr. Carlos
2: Borgoa, where can people listen to your bits? Uh, you can find me in a specific time zone.
1: Pacific time zone? The Pacific to be more specific. The specific time zone?
2: No. Uh, no, the Pacific time zone. And you can find me here on, uh, on the Sith List, and you can find me on uh, Twitter at the Sith List. Boo.
1: Nice. Mr. Gonzalez, you can find me on Twitter at war seventy eight and right here on the Sith List. And you can find me at the Sith List on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook, the
3: Sith List, YouTube, the Sith List, everywhere the Sith List. We'll catch you next week on episode number two seventeen of that's right, the Sith List. <laughs>